Good morning. We are live for another Closet Conversation with Cody. Today is Tuesday, October 30th, and I'm excited to be here with you this morning. We've got an incredible word, learning about the Holy Spirit today. So we're going to have a fresh perspective on the Holy Spirit by the time we finish this devotion, this Closet Conversation with Cody. So yesterday we talked about, it was the Monday, it was the fresh start of the week. Yesterday we talked about a fresh perspective of praying. And prayer, we, we learned yesterday, and, and we've learned we've learned how to pray. We, we've done a video on how to pray. We have a handout for that. But yesterday we, we learned that just, just a different viewpoint, a, a fresh, a new view towards praying. And you know, we started off the the conversation yesterday with Second Chronicles seven fourteen, and and the basis of it was humble yourselves and pray, humble yourselves and pray, and and we learned that prayer is a direct communication with with our Father that we can speak to Him at any time, any point that we want. He's always there, always listening. And we, we learned a couple of weeks ago that it talks about in Matthew 7, 7, where asking you shall receive. So prayer is that direct communication, that direct line to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, the, the, our Heavenly Father. So if you miss that, if you miss that, that teaching, that, that devotion yesterday, it's on the podcast, but it's also on our YouTube channel. So go back and listen to that. It will bless you. But like I said earlier, this morning we're going to talk about a fresh perspective of the Holy Spirit. And we, we've, we've covered a lot during this fresh perspective teachings these last week, eight days that we've been on this, this topic. But we've gone from talking about sin, we've gone talking about how God sees us, we, we've talked about marriage, we've covered a lot of ground. But praying as we covered yesterday, it leads into, we, we need a fresh perspective on the Holy Spirit. And we need to know what the Holy Spirit is, who the Holy Spirit is, why do we get the Holy Spirit? How do we get the Holy Spirit? There's a lot of questions that we need to unpack, and I'm going to do my best in the short amount of time that I have with you. But we're going to hop right into John 14. So grab your Bibles. We're going to go to John 14. And we're going to pick up at verse 16. And this is really, this is where Jesus is mentioning the Holy Spirit coming to us when he leaves. So we're going to pick that up at 16. And I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper, and he may abide with you forever. The Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him, for he dwells with you and he will be in you i will not leave you orphans i will come to you so this is this is jesus telling his disciples he's saying listen i am about to leave this earth i, I my 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 purpose here in this earth is about to be completed i'm about to be arrested i'm about to be whipped with the cat of nine tails i'm about to go and 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 be crucified on a cross and then i have to i have to die I have to die 
and oh, by the way, my, my side has to be pierced, and then I have to die, and then I'm going to go into the tomb for three days, and on that third day, I will rise, and when I rise, what he's saying is, is that we are going to receive the Holy Spirit. We have to understand that 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 Jesus is our, our model, and we've talked about this multiple times. Jesus is our role model. Jesus is that's who we are supposed to look like. That's who we're supposed to act like. That's who we're supposed to talk like. That's who we're supposed to pray like. That's who we're supposed to serve like. That's who we're supposed to love like. The Holy, the, or Jesus was was the epitome. He's he is the perfect role model. He he was uh, like uh, Barry Sanders for me when I was growing up. Like oh Barry Sanders from the Lions. He was such a incredible running back inspiration, but. The, Jesus was is the perfect role model for us. So as as a Christian, as a Christian son and daughter. So when he left, he leaves us the Holy Spirit. Now flip over to Acts two because it talks about, and we're going to come back to to John fourteen. So just save that spot. But we're going to flip over to Acts two, and we're going to pick up in verse one. So. We learn Jesus saying, listen, we're, you're going to receive the Holy Spirit. I'm not going to leave you. We know that you need a role model. We know that you need a guide. We know that you need someone to help you in this, <laughs> in this challenging world. We saw what happened when we gave you the Ten Commandments, and you couldn't fulfill them. That's why I'm here, to fulfill the Ten Commandments. I'm, I'm not going to leave you. I'm going to give you a comforter. So Acts 2, verse 1, says, When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues of as of fire, and one sat upon each of them, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. So this is, to my knowledge, this is the very first encounter of the Holy Spirit falling on people. Now, when we look at this, we look at the scripture, this is the day of Pentecost. So it's a very well-known scripture. And depending on your background and your upbringing and your denomination, some of you that are watching this may, may not even believe in the Holy Spirit, which blows my mind because it's in the Bible. And if it's in the Bible, to me, it, it, it's included. It's part of, of the relationship and the covenant that I have with, with my Heavenly Father. So if it's in, if it's in the Bible, I want it. If, 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 it's, if it's there, I want it. And I was not raised with the idea or the understanding of the Holy Spirit. And, and, and honestly, when it talks about and began to speak with other tongues, you know, I can, I, I can just sense that some of you are cringing right now because you're like, well, that's not, that's not what I'm taught. That's, that's not biblical. Or, or, you know, if you're, if you're speaking in tongues, you're supposed to have an interpreter according to first Corinthians 12. All I'm telling you is, is that this is straight from the word of God. Acts two, verse one, go and look at it. If you, if, if you have doubt, I guarantee, I guarantee if you were to say, God, I need you to prove this. I need you to prove. 
and we're not testing God. We're not, we're not saying, you know, God do this. And, and because I doubt you, we're, we're not doing that. But if you genuinely say, God, I want more of you. I want to operate in your power. I want to operate in, in your giftings. I want to be led by you. Then ask to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Ask him, God, I, I want to be filled with your Holy Spirit. If you go back and look at the baptism of Jesus in Matthew or, or, or any of the other gospels, it says he was baptized and then out of him was the dove, right? The Holy Spirit. So if Jesus was walking and had the Holy Spirit inside of him, why would us as Christian believers not want to receive the Holy Spirit, the baptism of the Holy Spirit? So if you would like that, if, and I'll, I'll cover all this at the end, but if you want that, if you want to be baptized in the Holy Spirit, reach out to me because I will pray with you over the phone. We don't have to be face-to-face. -face. There's nothing fancy that we have to do, but, but the Holy Spirit will come upon you if you want him to. He's a gentleman. He's a gentleman. He, if you don't ask him, he's not going to force himself on you. So if you want that, reach out to me. So we understand where, why the Holy Spirit came, because Jesus said he's our comforter, he's, he's, he's our guide. And now we know when the Holy Spirit came, the, act, the day of Pentecost, and all we have to do is, is we, we say, God, fill us with your Holy Spirit. Fill us. Fill us with your presence. We want the fullness of God. And then from there, we're going to look at what the, what the Holy Spirit actually brings to us. So if we go back to John 14, go back to John 14, and we're going to pick up on uh, 16, verse 16 and 17. The spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him, for he dwells with you and he will be in you. So he is the spirit of truth. He is, he is that measuring stick inside of us. He is that he is the voice that says, Cody, that is not of God. You know better. He's the, <laughs> the ruler, so to speak, that, that corrects us and says, Cody, you made a comment to Christiana and it was completely uncalled for. You need to go and repent. Or Cody, you are, you're, you're flirting with the line of, of telling a lie. You need to be, you need to tell the truth. He is that measuring stick. And if we don't, then we just get a little pop on the wrist to bring us back into alignment with God's word. He is the spirit of truth. And he says, I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. That's, that was Jesus talking about it. So let's go to Psalm 139, 7. It says, where can I go from your spirit? Or where can I flee from your presence? There's nowhere that we can go to, to leave the Holy Spirit. It's not like we can go into a dark alley and, and go and buy drugs or go and, and do something, commit sin, that the Holy Spirit's not there. Does that make sense? There, there's nowhere. Where can I go from your spirit? You can't go to, you can't hop on a plane and go to China or Thailand or Africa or Antarctica. There's nowhere that you can go to escape the Holy Spirit. But what happens is, is we go and we commit our sin and, and then we, we drag the Holy Spirit with us. If, and if you could picture, and I just saw this picture, if you could, if you could picture and in, 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 in just bear with me, if you could picture that, that you're, you're heading down this path of, of 
sin. Like you, you know, you, you've got this thought train and you're like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to commit this sin. But if you could just picture the Holy Spirit in, in the spirit realm, where you're not able to see it, so to speak. But if you could just picture him pulling you by the coattails and saying, please, Cody, don't do this. Cody, don't do this. You don't need to, you don't need to commit that sin. You don't, you don't need to, you don't need to lie. You don't need to steal. You don't need to commit adultery. You don't need to bear fault. You know, you don't, you don't need to covet. If you could just picture him, he's pulling you and saying, don't do it. That's what the Holy Spirit is there for. He's a guide. He's to say, you know better, Cody. You don't need to commit that sin. You don't need to do that. That's not of God. First Corinthians 2.10 says that these things have has revealed to us through the spirit for the spirit searches everything even the depths of god so the depths of god the the creator of the universe the the deep things of god the holy spirit knows which we have inside of us when we come when we when we repent and we come and become a, a, a christ follower we have the holy spirit indwelling in us now we get baptized in the holy spirit that's when the the power comes because that's where the power came with Jesus. Look at what happened. He was baptized, received the Holy Spirit, and the ministry started. And then the miracle started happening. Go look at it. Don't, don't just take my word for it. You're saying, I, I know this is a touchy subject as in regards to the Holy Spirit and, and different denominations, but I'm, I'm, I'm preaching straight from the word. It's not, it is not objective and based on my opinion. I'm giving you all these scriptures. Romans 8, 26 through 27, it says that he's a helper. Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. For we do not know what to pray or as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. And he who searches hearts knows what is in the mind of the Spirit because the Spirit intercede. Did you catch that? He helps us in our weakness. It's it's just like that that picture I wanted you to 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 preview in your mind that he's literally pulling you. He 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 makes every attempt to say, "Don't do it. Don't commit that sin. I'm holding on. Don't drag me through the sin. I can't be there. I can't be there." He helps us in our weakness. He helps us to pray when we don't know what to pray. He intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. First Corinthians 12, seven says it's because of the manifestation of the spirit for the common good. And if you go look right after that, first Corinthians 12, seven, go look right after that. It talks about the spiritual gifts, which we talked about already that because of the Holy spirit, the manifestation of the spirit, the spiritual gifts come to us. We have to have the, 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 the Holy Spirit to tap into those spiritual gifts. John 14, 26, right there back where we were covering with, we started our message with. 14, 26, it says, But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to you remembrance all the things that I said to you. You ever get it? You ever have a, one of those those moments where you're maybe you're talking with somebody, and you know out of nowhere you just maybe you just hear like a this 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 Bible verse or you you remember something from church and then you share it with that person and that person was like, wow, I really needed that. Do you ever wonder where that comes from? 
have you ever wondered have you just thought oh well maybe i just i just needed to you know i was just reminded of that for a specific purpose where where did that come from well look at it <laughs> i will i will teach you all things and bring to you remembrance all things bring to you remembrance remembering what god's taught you remembering what you've learned on a sunday morning remembering what you've learned in in sunday school remembering what you've learned on your morning devotions that's what the holy spirit is for he's there to teach you and to bring remembrance and then it says in 27 peace i leave with you my peace i give to you not as the world gives to you do i give to you let not your heart be troubled neither let it be afraid the holy spirit is peace I know some of you out there right now need peace. You feel like your life is in turmoil. You feel like you don't know where you're going. It's spinning out of control, and you just need peace. That's what the Holy Spirit is, is peace. Isaiah 11.2, listen to this. This, this fresh perspective, this viewpoint of, of the Holy Spirit. Isaiah 11.12, and the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the Spirit of wisdom and understanding the spirit of counsel and might the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the lord the spirit of wisdom and understanding how many of us need wisdom and understanding how many of us need that that understanding that that's not of this this world that that you 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 need that wisdom and wisdom we know is is just taking is learning from the mistakes of other people and so i'm getting an error right now but i'm going to continue to go so i don't know if i'm still here or not but i'm just going to continue talking if not i'll pick right back up but it it, it talks about wisdom and understanding the spirit of counsel and might the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the lord and then it talks about in second corinthians 317 it talks about now the lord is the spirit and where the spirit of the lord is there is freedom there is freedom in the holy spirit there's freedom in the lord matthew eleven twenty says he speaks for us for it is not you who speak but the spirit of your father speaking through you do you understand that the holy spirit is there for us to help us walk the walk, to help us be the sons and daughters of God that we need, to be the type of people that win souls back for the kingdom, to be the the workers that that operate in their gifts and that that walk in the power of the Holy Spirit. We have to grasp that today. We have to understand the power that we have because of Jesus. Because of Jesus. So I'm going to I'm going to to close in prayer because I'm I'm not 100% sure that this video is still even running because I'm getting an error right now it says reload site if it is running we're going to close in prayer and we're going to go ahead and get you on your way to start your day Father we just thank you for your word today we thank you for our time together we thank you for the opportunity, Lord, just to learn about the Holy Spirit. Father, we pray for those that want to learn about the Holy Spirit. We pray that you would fill them, even right now, Father God, that you would fill them with your Holy Spirit and, and that they would feel the rushing wind and the mighty fire, Lord, that they would operate in the power that you have given us. Father, I just release that right now to those that are receiving it, those that are thinking on it. Lord, I just pray that 
just right now, that you would just fill them, fill them, Lord, fill them more and more. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this opportunity just to learn about you and for bringing our hearts in, into an alignment with you. Thank you for, for just meeting us where we're at, Lord, and always loving us and always, always just showering us with your affection. Father, we ask for forgiveness of our sins, and we thank you for the Holy Spirit as, as the guide that you've given us, the, the comforter, the, 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 thing, the person closer than a friend. Father, we love you. We put on the full armor of God today. We thank you for your blessings and your mercy that flows and your mercies that are new every morning. Lord, we love you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.